Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Buy or sell. We're talking about early training camp narratives next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here on the Friday, August 5th episode. And today, Dan Schneier and I are trying to separate fact from fiction when it comes to early season training camp narratives. Dan, I'm going to give you a training camp headline. You're going to tell me if you buy or sell it being for real. We're going to start with one. This might be like the third time we've talked about Javante Williams this week on FFT and 5 because we've been talking about running backs all week, and I think he's arguably the most interesting running back in fantasy, certainly one of the most controversial when it comes to various opinions about him. And this headline, not so good for the Javante Williams truthers. Headline comes from Broncos insider Benjamin Albright. The Javante Williams-Melvin Gordon split is still a thing. They've been splitting reps 55-45% in favor of Williams. Is this just last year all over again? Yeah, I'm buying here because Melvin Gordon was still a very effective player last year with the Broncos, especially on a per-touch basis. So I don't see that going away. I even think it's interesting that they brought in Mike Boone, who was a, who came over from the former GM of the Vikings, who came over to be the GM of the Broncos. So there's some interesting competition there. Yeah, it's... It's one of these things, I, I mention it all the time, but you know, last week there was the running joke on the full FFT show where every week was Javante Williams week. It seemed like one analyst or another was saying every week, this is the week that the Broncos give the full-time load to Javante Williams. And it never happened. He had the one game where Melvin Gordon was out and Javante Williams had like 170 yards and six catches and a touchdown. He was amazing. He looked like a fantasy superstar. But right now he is being drafted Let's see, 15.5 in ADP is RB9. That just seems a little too early for a situation where it does seem like he's still going to be sharing with a guy that, like it or not, still has some juice in Melvin Gordon. You know, I know the fantasy community hates any running back that's older than 25, but Melvin Gordon can still play a little bit, so I don't know if he's going away. Move on to the next uh, headline, and... This is a very similar situation. It's a, a one where the fantasy community wants the team to go with the younger, faster, more explosive guy. Headline, Ezekiel Elliott, quote, has to be the focal point of the Cowboys' backfield. That's from uh, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, someone who you know, seems pretty authoritative on the matter. Are you buying or selling that Ezekiel Elliott's going to remain the focal point of the Cowboys' backfield? Yeah, I might be in the minority here, Chris, but I am buying. I am a believer in Ezekiel Elliott having more left in the tank than people realize. I do think that playing through the injury playthrough last year slowed him down. There are injuries on the offensive line that played an even bigger role, I think. that They're healthier now, the line. He looks healthy, has his jump cut back, has his burst back. I'm buying into it. He's on a team with a really good offensive line, really good offense overall, and an easy schedule. Yeah, 17.6 PPR points per game in the first four games last season before that knee injury. He actually he had like 260 yards in his in week four and week five combined. He looked really good early on last season. Tony Pollard also looked really good. He's, you know, I think inarguably the more explosive of the two, but 
The Cowboys like Ezekiel Elliott, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you think Tony Pollard's better. If Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones don't, or if they don't think that it matters all that much, and they're just going to keep giving Ezekiel Elliott the ball, you know, Ezekiel Elliott looks like a pretty good value around RB20 in ADP. And we'll move on to the final training camp headline. Buy or sell, while Matthew Stafford is dealing with, quote, bad tendonitis in his throwing elbow. It's nothing to be concerned about. It's fine. Buy or sell. I'm buying. I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. I've read a little bit deeper into it. Jordan Rodriguez, uh, I think that's how you pronounce her name, who's great mm-hmm. at covering the, the Rams. She basically said what it really boils down to in her mind is last year, McVay and the Rams felt like they pushed him a little too far at times, and they want to make sure that they manage it for the long haul because the Rams are a team that are obviously looking to make another run deep into uh, obviously January, February, and then ultimately February. So in that case, they need him for the stretch run. So I think it's more just managing. Yeah, you'd feel a little better about the situation for, you know, Cooper Cup and, and Allen Robinson, especially Allen Robinson, another guy we could have gone with. He's been getting just absolute rave reviews out of Rams camp, but you'd feel a little better about it if they had someone better than John Wolford yeah. as their backup. Um, but yeah, look, the the Rams have Matthew Stafford on a a pitch count is what they say during training camp. He's not going to throw every day he hasn't had a setback according to reports you know by 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 no means does this sound like it's something that right now is a significant concern but you know a week into training camp and we're already talking about days off and and pitch counts for a veteran quarterback who so much of this offense is relying on i think it's a little bit concerning i'm not going to say it's nothing i'm not going to say it's something it's somewhere in between something and nothing for me so yeah it's it's Something to keep an eye on for sure over the next couple of weeks. That's going to do it for FFT and 5. Make sure you subscribe and like us on all your favorite podcast channels. Subscribe to the FFT YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasy football today, and we'll see you next week. Bye.